The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, the holiday season. Uh, we have a great show today. Uh, starting off, I, I love when we have a really interesting good guest who's a ufc a fan uh, action bronson who yes. uh, has been on the show before i, I don't know if i was on him. when he was on was i on with him i don't know but i was on his show also oh, okay delicious that's the name of the show what is it called fuck that's delicious oh cool you could bring him in uh i'm uh my buddy appreciate I him gave, getting here. i gave him a jujitsu lesson one time oh you did all right yes more than you've done for your friend jim norton and we went in my parking lot and we smoked so many little doobie doo. <laughs> they were big. Does, is, did I he train that? Uh, I got he trains my buddy Dave Pellet. Uh, oh, he does train. Okay, yeah. Where in the hell is this Zoom? Oh, I, I hear, I hear him. him. I hear What's that. Up? I, hear oh, there there is, of, there I hear the voice of an angel. Hey, there man. it is. Look at this guy. What's up, action? All right, my guys. How are you, fellas? How you doing, oh, buddy? Wait. Oh, he's holding his kid. Yeah. Hold on. I had to just oh. change it. Go play. Oh, so cute. Well, <laughs> this time you were on, I believe you just had your baby. Yeah, man. The baby is one years old now, man. Well, that man, was that's... no, that that was the other baby. That was four years old. Oh my god, that's right. It was a while. Holy Dude, shit! Hey. You shredded up, bro. Me? Oh, wait, wrong arm. I got a torn bicep. Damn it. <laughs> First of all, what about you? How are you? Are you still are you still hanging out with my buddy Dave, Big Dave Palladino? I see him once in a while, but I'm I'm in my studio training every day. I hit it hard in the, you know, I do my kettlebells, my mace, my fucking, you know, I just I go I go silly. And by I'm mace, so wait, by mace, do you mean the thing that you swing? Yeah. What is a mace? Not yeah, the that's the thing you play. swing. It's oh, it like it, it's uh, it's weighted at the end with a long on a long stick or something like that. It, I got a couple of them. I got some war hammers. I got all kinds of shit. That's medieval, yeah. You could now that you're training, dude. If they have like you could be an extra. If they ever do the uh, a reboot of that fucking Conan movie, man. Give you a, a mace and a long cloth, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I like that. I knew action. I did his show. Uh, F that's delicious. 
Right. And uh, when I knew Ashen, when I first met him, he was he was very, he, he always holds the weight well. So he was always big. I looked like a piece of fat garbage. You were were pounds. You was 400. We ate 12 slices of fucking vodka slice. Oh, we had that ala vodka slice. (laughs) So people, just to put put it in perspective, it is the first time we met. And he visited my school. It was I, at the time I had the school in Levittown. And you came with a couple of you guys. We ate a, a jujitsu lesson, which we had fun. And then afterwards, you had like um a stretch. It wasn't a it was like a it was a it was a stretch uh like um well, like a sprinter. A sprinter. Yeah, the sprinter. Yeah, yeah. So all I know is, and I'm very, I'm very proud of this fact. I was going toe-to-toe. With with action Bronson, not fighting. We were <laughs> we were just we were just enjoying ourselves in the parking lot. We were hashing it out. And, and <laughs> we were hashing it out. And after he did one, he goes, You want another? Want a different flavor? And I'll tell you, and then finally one of his one of his people come in, they go, Oh, you know, excuse me, action. You know, they're waiting over there for like an hour over at the pizzeria. <laughs> I go, Oh shit, man. So we drove drove over there. And it was like hot boxing. And I do, I'm like, I right, look, I think I'm fucking, t- I'm doing what I didn't do in my UFC career. I'm tapping the fuck out. I, <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. He you were out smoked. Oh, I think I believe no, so. It was, it was, it was within like maybe 20 minute period. We think we went back to back. So it was like, it was heavy duty for sure. Oh shit. It was so much It was fun. great though. We just were chopping it up back there, kicking it after the time. It was fun. It One was. of my fondest memories. And, and I'll tell you, the, the did you like the alabaca slice? You, you remembered it. Of course, bro. Listen, and also this, you got to understand if anyone ever asked me if I trained jujitsu, I say, yeah, I trained with Masser. We trained one time, but I feel like I trained with you a million times. It is good because then I've seen action since, and, <laughs> and then I've seen his transformation. It's so, and it's so great that you're doing this and you're, you, now that you're on the path as far as with your health. Because of your, your family, you have a young, you have a nice. That's, that's really what it was, bro. Every day I had a. During that pandemic, it all scared me because my son was just born. And I was like, man, you know, I, I'm 40 years old right now. Like, I'm I'm in the best shape. Literally, whether it's like I look and I feel great. I'm 270. I've been 250 for the past five years. I put on some chunk. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I put on some muscle. Yeah. I haven't, you know, I've been hitting the cardio just as hard. I just feel like I, I'm in better shape than I've been in any year of my life. Right now, seriously, mentally, physically, all that. Like my performance in every sense, every state, and every sense of the way. I feel great. Yeah, the physical it helps the mental. It does. That that whole oh, to look good is to feel good. But I tell you, there's something there. There really is. You You know, know? for me, whatever. I'm happy with looking good, cool. But I understand it's going to take a long time for that. For me, it's about putting in the work. I got to feel mentally spent. Like, I got to feel like I really did some shit. Yeah. Are you good with food? Like, are you good? Because I'm very weak. Like, I'm a streaky hitter. Like, I do great for a long time eating well, and then I'm a fucking pig, and I can't stop. Like, are you, are you good with, like, saying no to yourself? Yeah. You know, at this point, if you work out so hard, man, you put it through, yourself, you put it through, you put yourself through the, you know, the, the rigor. I really do feel like you can't just eat disgusting, but you could eat moderately what you want you know i'm i'm not going crazy i used to have dessert every fucking meal like that's just not fair play for any sense yeah. of the word of life it's no good for anyone not if you're thin not if for anything so i just you know i just 
started making like myself and my health more number one than the food, even though that's always on my mind, you know, I just occupy myself with other things, painting. Seriously, I'm so serious. I'll just stop and just do, I'll be doing push-ups all day long. All crazy. day, just to have it going on, you know, hundreds of, I try and do 500 a day in a sitting. And then if I feel good, I just keep going. And as we talk about that, I'm thinking about your chicken palm. I seen you Woo! make that chicken palm. <laughs> and you and then you're talking about you got to make it flat. And you, it's got, dude, I'm getting my mouth watering. I swear to God. So the chicken palm is literally, there's, there's, there's like, you have to use your knuckles and do like some Wing Chun punches <laughs> to it to make the caverns, you know, to get it all the good crunchy bits. I don't like it when it's a thick ass piece. I like it when it varies and there's crunch all over. Yes. Yeah, man. Be like you a know, scene you know the good part. You know the good life. Oh, yeah, man. I'm a fan. So, wait, uh, you were at that fight with Tom As Aspinall, right? I was, yeah. Fun fight, no? I mean, he's a I mean, it was an amazing fight. It was a great night. It was it a was great a night. night. How did you think that was going to end? How did, did you, I mean, I'm imagining you picked Tom, but how did you imagine it? How, did you think it was going to go to the third round, second round, or did you see it in the no. first? No, those guys weren't getting past the first 30 seconds, in my opinion. They were going for it. I mean, have you ever seen Pavlovich, like, calculated? He just punches hard. He just goes. Yeah. He's just an animal. Aspinall goes, but he's calculated. When he attacks, he's attacking you to finish. So I feel like, uh, I mean, he's he's one of the most athletic um, men at that size. And, uh, you know, like an Englishman, you don't really know them as these fucking sick-ass athletes. I'm just surprised, honestly. He's a, he's, he's a beast. Didn't it look Absolute like he got hurt, beast. too, in that first round? It looked like Pavlovich caught him once and actually he did. did. He tapped him. He tapped him on the chin. He caught him real strong, um, you know, but he ate it. Yeah. If he was able to eat that punch, then he just – he he has better footwork. He's not going to just stand there and get hit. Most guys, they get they get punch drunk. They just keep getting hit there. They can't move their feet. They get stuck in the mud. That's Aspinall's not doing that. Yeah. Action's a real fan. Yeah. Some, some guys come on here, they're like, yes, I like it. Uh, what's that guy's name? Chuck Liddell? They don't really watch. Action. <laughs> you know I'm a, there, bro. He's a real fan, man. I've been Action. there since Blockbuster video. when we, oh, Before Blockbuster, when I had it on the black box in Queens, we used yeah. to, my man had the, you know, the cable. And we would watch all the original ones. Being from Forest Hills, hey, do you like, now it's Christmas time. Do you like that, uh. You like that song Christmas in Hollis? What is that? Is it Christmas in Hollis? <laughs> Do you like that? It's a classic. My, my grandparents grew up in Hollis. I'm not, you, know, you know, I grew up in Flushing, which is real close to uh, Jamaica in Hollis. It's like the one bus. It's the 65 bus going down 164th Street. Forest yeah. Hills is up the block. I live in one of these areas where it's like I'm from Queens because they've been everywhere. You know, Queens is vast and big, but once you're from there, you just... you. you Every bus you get on, all, all the trains you just—you're from Queens. Yeah. I, Who do you I think is the best, best, best uh, rapper that doesn't get the recognition they should Ooh. from back in those days? Like, like from from around with Run DMC or, or or Big Daddy Kane or any of those guys. I mean, my favorite is Cool G Rap. He doesn't get he doesn't get the notoriety, but he is like he's the original like Godfather lyricist where he packs these dense words and dense sentences filled with crazy lyrics and words about streets and criminal activity and just like another another level of the underworld that wasn't tapped into at that moment. Everyone was trying to be cute. 
You know, everyone was trying to be, you know, a different type of flashy. This guy was, you know, selling heroin and rapping about it. Man. Corona Queens, Corona Queens, you know? Yeah. I fucking like that shit. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say, why, why, why you always all on my back? Right? Hold on. Yeah, you know, come on, why man. You that's that's about your embarrassment. Listen, come on, man. I like his shit. I played that for my oldest daughter the other day. I go, this, <laughs> this is action Bronson. And it starts uh, with him in the barbershop at the video. And he does, he does like a little dude. First of all, action, you're a funny motherfucker. You oh, should thank be, you, man. I think you should do more acting and stuff. You're very natural. He does I'm trying, movie. bro. The, the, the whole this. thing, it's over, man. I was in a couple of movies. I was in yes. the Irishman. I, I, I see the other one. King of Staten, Staten Island. Island. The King of Staten Island. You agree. You're I very was in a couple of things, man. You know, man. I did an audition for Uncut Gems and I wish we could show because it was ridiculous. Bro, you know how many auditions? I, like I was just telling Andrew Schultz the other day, if I could just show you my audition tapes, it's bizarre. I'm terrible, but I'm good when the camera goes on. That hey, that that's, what what, you, that's what's most important, man. That's like that matters. That's like a person. Oh man, he's good at the academy, but when he goes to compete, he's not so good. I'd rather nah, the nah. guy that hey, he's decent in the academy. When he's under the hot lights, that's when he's taking lips. Right. You don't want any gym warriors. Nah. What do you uh? Who are you in the Irishman? What did you do in the Irishman? If you watch it, I'm in the three at the three ten mark. <laughs> that's fine. What is it? Selling him a casket casket at a pivotal point. You know, he's like he's going to buy his yep. own casket. A man has nothing left, and you know, we were in Long Island City, and it was just me and him in the scene. It was amazing. I yeah, you in the, uh, the it King was five minutes from my house, which was the best thing. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> King of Staten Island, he shows up at the firehouse. He's yeah, he's bro. They gave me something. They put me in there like 10, 15 minutes at least. That was amazing. Oh, that was great. But it, it, so it, it almost looks like I'm not being that guy, but back then, the way you were partying, it almost looked like you wandered onto the set. Like, hey, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it looks just like it's just did they give you any lines or they say just act like you got stabbed? <laughs> yeah, that was really it. They just kept feeding me things, and yeah, I just was screaming crazy things out, and that was it. That's how that got done. That movie got screwed by the pandemic. Lines. I'm not good at reading lines. If you tell me a scene and a scenario, then I'll figure it out. Like you like like something like Curb Your Enthusiasm, the way they would yeah. get through a Christopher Guest movie. That's how we live our lives, you know. It's like it's you set a scene and then you figure it out. We all yeah. discuss, like you know, when you're going in with your boy, all right, we're going in here. You know, you have like a little plan. You know how to attack it. So we got to do it. The King of Staten Island, they got, uh, you guys got fucked by the uh, pandemic. Like there was, the, like the, the, didn't the premiere get canceled? It was supposed to be a big premiere, but then that happened. Yeah. And they that, they, uh, they kind of got screwed by that. It was the first movie to get really screwed over by, by uh, COVID. Cool. That was the first movie. That was also the first movie that was like, that claimed these crazy numbers due to home viewing. So that changed a lot of things also. That kind of like set this, I don't know, like I don't, this new generation of, I mean, it was already streaming, but I feel like the packages are getting crazier and crazier, and it's now it's just straight up movie premieres on Netflix. I don't know if it, if that was like that before, where they're promoving things for your home. They are, but like Netflix, Disney, like they're they're making movies, but I think they want them in the studio in in theaters, so they're eligible for awards. So of they're going to let them run. They, they won't just go directly into Netflix, but they yeah. a couple weeks and then they're out of the theater. That's right. Yo, right. let's, promote, let's promote. What are you? What are you promoting now? What am I looking at here? Nothing. I'm here. I'm here just to chill. I'm not doing shit. 
Oh shit! Oh, I'm, doing I'm not promoting that. nothing. You know, I'm always doing something. I always got I got fuck that's delicious on my YouTube channel. Nice. We got every bro. I don't give a shit. I'm here for you. Ah, oh, dude, that's fucking great, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm not here to. Pro I don't come out to shows to promote. Oh. The fuck, dude. I like that shit, man. That I, the last time I seen you, I remember we were at a show. Does it suck when like sometimes you just don't want to be bothered, you know? But I feel I know you enough now, action, that I need not that I need a hug. That sounds weird. No, we need dude, her. Yeah, I have to. Like, He's very. If I see you action. across the room, I'm coming to fuck. I'm coming to find yeah. you, Jimmy. I feel very comfortable with action. I don't. Just, yes. I don't just tell everybody that comes on here. I just want to hug him. But action. No, I'm glad you, you don't tell. tell <laughs> you can tell that Action's a very huggable guy. Hey, well, yo, we listen, never met. No, and and let me don't just say this: weird. like literally, everybody from Sarah Longo Gym, I've like that I've run into. Yeah. They're, they're like it's all family. Weidman. One of the most incredible men I've met, Aljo, sweetheart. Like all these guys are great. Yes. yes. I mean, I just I need to meet Ray. I, I watch him on the on Holy the, on the Annie thing. I love I love watching his take. He just feels like I'm talking to fucking one of my guys. Do you still feel surprised? Shit. Sorry, Matt. Do you still feel surprised when guys you like are fans of you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I. At this point, life is a bugged out thing. I don't really know what the hell is going on. I just, I throw myself out there. If I like you, I'm going to tell you. If you like me, I appreciate it. But man, I, I'm surprised by a lot of stuff. The last time Longo, I, Longo was just doing his podcast and he was taking a total shit on um, Kobe Covington. Hey, terrible performance. Disgusting not humor, right? Not only is it a terrible performance action, to talk about someone's dead father, dude. I, listen. He's selling a fight. You could tell he didn't want to say it. He just threw it in at the end. He was like, man, yeah. I know he's going to fuck me up, but let me say it anyway. He had that. He didn't want to say that shit. He didn't want in his. He even felt embarrassed while he was saying That's how I felt. Yeah. But he's doubled so down on it. He doubled down on it. Yeah. He's yeah. Scared. When he had to, but yo, yeah. it's because he's, it, you see what happens when Masvidal caught him in the street. Uh, yeah, well, he goes and runs to the police. You can't do anything to people like that. They start the problem and then he puts you in jail. Didn't he and have a problem with, for, problem with Verdum? He had the problem with Fabricio Verdum too, didn't he? Where, uh, he you know, like these, like Verdum will demolish that man. Yeah, and he, he does. He goes to the police. So it's really just a sad, sad thing. But it's very happy. I get very happy knowing that he'll never get a belt. He had three shots at him. Yeah. He, and now he's got to be careful the rest of his life. You think he's going around anywhere in England anytime soon? <laughs> Fucking around. No John Edwards is around. Dude, I mean, it's very. I mean, dangerous. bro, that, this definitely, that, wherever Colby is, I'm sure there's people that Leon messes with. You know, like, this is the problem when you get in pro into real, like, yeah, real problems that are deep problems. It could happen anywhere. Exactly. It doesn't have to happen where I'm at or where you're at. It could happen wherever. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, enough of him. Yeah. Actually, what what's your plans? What's your plans for the holidays? Your children? Is holidays different now that you have a family? It's got to be a little bit more festive, a little for the kids and whatnot. Yeah, I mean the kids they love it. For me, you know, like I I, I want to work. I just wanna I want to just continue. I don't want to deal with the pressures of all this bullshit. To be honest with you, yeah, but we have plans on just chilling out. You know, we're gonna eat some food all together, spend some time. That's it. Exchange gifts. You know, just enjoy enjoy the. Enjoy the love and the happiness that we've that we've created over the past ten years, my wife and I. And honestly, like uh, 
We plan on going to Colombia in January to go visit her family, and that's really it. But dude, that's you been? Nah, never, not yet. I'm excited uh, though. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I've excited. never been to South America. I was in Cancun once, and I, I shit for a week. It's really just <laughs> what, what they say about water is is true. Just be really careful. Bring your yeah, own. Yeah, no, you water. can't brush your teeth with that water. You gotta use bottle all over the place. But for me, I got a I had a crazy stomach. I I was eating everything. I was eating everything in South Africa, North Africa. I've eaten everything everywhere. I, don't, I only got sick from Nando's one time. What's Nando's? Nando's Where's Nando's? It was like a chicken chain in the UK, but oh. they had it in South Africa also. She was, it was like rice. I got sick from rice. I've eaten goat asshole and got sick from rice. <laughs> Jimmy, you know, like, <laughs> one of Jimmy's favorite dishes is goat asshole. Sure it is. <laughs> but I like it when it's still living. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, uh, that's great oh shit man i think we got our next guest Jimmy, our next guest, guest yes uh, he's in that? the waiting room a oh. comedian named brad williams do you know brad nah but it's all right i understand he's a funny oh fuck man actually we, we have you on the whole show man yeah, yeah listen make sure that i'm on more right Let's we should this. have you on just by yourself for the whole episode if you want to come back um when is 300 that's coming up pretty soon Coming up soon, but I mean, I'm I'm ready to talk fights whenever, prelims, undercards, fucking whatever. What did you think of really quick? Irini Aldana. Oh my oh, god, that fight her. against Rosa. Oh, I love her. I've always that since she came in the in in, in the game. I, I think that she's gonna be a champ. But I, she had a little, I, you know, she had a little tough setback. But I think bad that fight she, against Amanda. Yeah, I think that she's uh, she's on her way. And it's great that after you know you have a tough performance like that for the title. You know you could redeem yourself with another performance, and that's what she showed the other night. You know, but with a fight of the friggin' oh, yeah. century performance, yeah. like that was brutal, brutal. It was something else. It was. It was. It was a great fight. Hey, listen, she kept this throwing leg kicks though. Like she kept demolishing that. Like how did he? And yeah. she's so heavy. She's so front foot heavy. How was she standing on that leg, bouncing in that boxing stance? You know, those were thugs. Those were thug ass women. Yeah, yeah, that was badass. That was deservingly so. Get the uh, the fight of the night. This upcoming year doesn't have to be a, a regular thing. You're gonna visit me at my school in Huntington, and oh, we're gonna get sure. another training another training um, session. I mean, it needs to be it needs to be an, a, a normal thing, man. I feel good. I feel and strong, strong grappling wise. You know, like I don't know all the techniques, but when I attack a technique, I attack it hard. I could see you ripping a Kimura and just ripping an arm off. And oh, for sure. It. You know, like, I'm not, I'm no bottom player. I'm no bottom player. I'll teach you Kimuras from everywhere. I want to throw up the craziest triangle ever from a, <laughs> I, I just want to use my legs more, man. It's just, uh, they're not built for this. That's great. Your legs are powerful, bro. <laughs> Action, man. Listen, happy holidays, dude. Good happy holidays man. to you guys, man. So Much happy love. to see you, bro. We're going to catch up again soon. Yeah, come Absolutely. back soon, man. In January. I'd love to have you again. Sure, will. Be okay. safe, fellas. Take care. Have a good holiday, buddy. Take Boxing. care. Love. Bye, guys. Later, brother. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Jimmy. Yeah, he's a great guy. I really, I really, really like that guy. Yeah, I, I do too. And I think I was on last time. And you can bring in Brad Williams. Uh, we just uh, had, they sometimes they book the guests a little too close together. It happens. Yeah. Why you always all on my back? Did you hear that, Jimmy? Oh, I'm I sorry. did not. There he is. Hey, Brad, sorry for the wait. We uh, had Action Bronson. We're just running a couple of minutes late, so apologies. No problem. Action Bronson's great. Is he yeah, great? <laughs> I, I I don't know, yeah I don't know how he was on the on the show, but uh, I like his music. Me too. He's great. He's a he's a an MMA fan, and he's an interesting guy. He's just one of those guys who seems comfortable everywhere. I'm an uncomfortable yeah. person. Action action just seems like he's a guy who's just relaxed around whoever he's with. Love that. Uh, <laughs> I I heard him on a podcast one time that he hasn't worn shorts since like high school, or he he hasn't worn pants since like high school. It's all, it's like oh, always been shorts. That's probably right. I mean, he was up to over like 350 or something, but he's now he's now he's what does he say? Around 250, 270. He lost two, a lot he's up to 270 from 250. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he's a he's a, a solid, big solid guy. Hey, Brad, I'm re- I'm reading here that uh that your wife has three different black belts. What what are we looking at here? Four. Four? Oh, uh, bad. That's yeah, four. Yeah, four. No, a- wait, in what now? Do we know? Uh, Taekwondo. She's a fourth Don. Oh, a fourth Don to Taekwondo. Yeah. I think yeah. she had a, a black belt and a, a, three different black belts. Maybe oh, just- and then oh no, because then she's got one in Hapkido as well. Oh shit! Yeah. All right. Do now, you train at all, or do you ever want to train? I would love to, but uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I know it, it's hard to get. I finally made myself after years, like literally like six months ago I started, but this, you might as well, you feel like we were too old and we can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but like you should, because a year from now is going to pass and in a year you'll have a year of experience. But if I can start, anybody can start because I kept putting it off and putting it off and you just start and it's, it's fun, man. You, I think you like it. Good for you. Well, that and like, uh, we can get into it. Are, are we recording now? Or are we? Going yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've, yeah. we've been on. We're on. Right? Yeah, we're on. Oh, we've been on. Well, thanks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would like to train, but like, and it would make sense for me to do jujitsu ju- ju- because I have small arms and small legs. So, like, a kicking and punching martial art makes no sense for me whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like because a guy has to be like seven inches away from me for me to hit him. Uh, I know, but I like, know your pain. <laughs> oh, I you do. shut up, you fake short king. No, that's not right. <laughs> Listen to me. I, me and you, we could hang out and go to the club together if I was younger. This is it. <laughs> I am, we're probably close in height. I am, I am five six. When I fought St. Pierre, I was up to his nipples. And I don't think it's fair. It, listen, 
if someone, this is not right, because if someone made fun of you, Brad, that's yeah. wrong. Yes. But they're fine to make fun of me. I'm not, they can call me a shorty all day long and I can't say, oh, oh that's wrong. I just have to take it. If they said something yeah. bad about you, you could be, hey, hey, hey. Yes, that is the benefit of having a genetic condition. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You, you are just, you are just tiny, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that's the thing about like the new term now, of course, is like short king. And uh, I like that yeah, like I like I've seen guys go up on stage and be like, you know what? I'm one of these short kings. I'm like five foot four. I'm like, you're a foot taller than me. You're a full foot tall. If you're a short king, what the heck am I? Like, like, what, like, how does that? How does that qualify? Now, let, let me ask you, Brad, because we ask a lot of people this when they with their yeah. this kind of profession. When uh, it's it's a very, I guess, just a straightforward about getting into comedy. Like, yeah, it, was it? Well, you tell me how you got into it. I'm, I want to. I, I I don't want to guess. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I got into comedy. Uh, now it's twenty years ago, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but I was in the audience of a show and I took my dad and we went out to the Brea improv and the comedian on stage was making midget jokes and half the audience was laughing. And the audience that was sitting by me was just like, eh, 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 like, like, like not laughing at all. And the comedian noticed that and says, what's up? Why aren't you guys laughing? He goes, what is one of them here? And I just raised my creepy little hand in the air and, uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah, I, I, I am. And uh, he called me up on stage and uh, he started asking me questions. And I wasn't trying to be funny. I wasn't, I didn't have stock answers, but uh, my answers ended up getting laughs. And that's when I knew like, oh my God, this feels amazing. Like, I remember he asked me what, what I did for a living. And at the time I was a 19 year old kid living in Orange County, California. And every kid growing up in Orange County at some point has to work at Disneyland. So I said, yeah, I work at Disneyland. The audience laughed and I turned to them and said, fuck you. I'm not one of the seven. That's fine. And that got a good laugh. And I was like, ooh, that felt really good. Uh, so, yeah, that was 20 years ago. And now I have a special streaming on Veeps. Who knew? <laughs> and he was cool. He was cool to you. and He brought you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very cool. Just talking and being more curious and then trying to then trying to make jokes. And Jim, as you know, like. The, the the truth is often the funniest thing. You don't have to dress it up. You don't have to uh, uh, make anything special about it. Just tell the truth and it's going to be funny. And thankfully, uh, that's that's pretty much how I write jokes, too. It's just like step one, be a dwarf. Step two, wait. And then just <laughs> funny, funny stuff's going to eventually happen and stuff that I could bring up on stage. Years ago, David Tell had a, a string of little person jokes that were very funny. Oh. And but there was there was a little person in the audience, and so like the staff knew what Attell was going to do, but they they didn't yeah. know. So D Dave is doing it, and they're like, "Oh God, he doesn't know this guy is here." Oh no! And <laughs> and you know, Dave, he goes, "I understand. We have a little man in the room," and he brought yes. him on stage, and they had a good time together. But sometimes bringing somebody on stage and letting people know, "Hey, look, this guy's okay with it. We're having a good time. It's not nobody is getting hurt here. This is not what this is about." relaxes the audience where they're like oh it's okay this guy is fine and they're having a good time yeah because if the person you're making the jokes about is laughing then why are you who are you protecting by not laughing and i'll say this jim and i'm sure you've discovered this is people with disabilities oftentimes have the most sick senses of humor out of anyone 
because a sense of humor, it's not just a way to get laughs. It's a coping mechanism. It's how you deal with struggle and traumas and things like that. So if you have a disability, oftentimes that's a coping mechanism for you. And you'll, you'll laugh at your own stuff and you'll laugh at yourself. And I've discovered that like, when I go on stage, some people go like, oh, do you have to do dwarf jokes right away? And it's like, kind of, because if I don't, the audience just stares at me like, does he know? <laughs> Is he aware? Does he know what he has to go through? Yes, I'm aware. I had to I had to wipe my ass by uh, posting a Craigslist ad about 20 minutes before I got here on stage. So, yes, I'm aware. People, it's funny, people, you, you do have to address it up front and it's to make the audience comfortable with it it's to let the audience know that whatever this difference is hey i'm aware you're comfortable i'm comfortable i went and saw last night keith robinson uh taped his netflix special and keith has yeah. had two strokes yeah and the second he i mean he's a really his right side is kind of shut down he walks with a cane reels wanda had to come out and help him get to the actual mic because of a little step he fucking murdered and it's opening out of the gate right about the stroke and he's still yeah. Keith. He's still a mean little fucker. His jokes are hilarious. <laughs> he's 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 not this disability. He's a guy who is disabled. It's a difference. Like he's yeah. he's had a stroke and he's going to address it as Keith. He's not a stroke victim. He's Keith who had a stroke and he reacts that way. And I think it really. Uh, I mean, it, it was he's the same guy he's always been. It was fucking an amazing hour he shot for Netflix. Love hearing that. And yeah, that's very true. And you just kind of address it right, right off the top. And then you can go into other topics. Like if you watch my special uh, Starfish, which is on Beeps, uh, I, it comes out December 21st. December 21st, Jim's, because that's the uh, winter solstice, the sh shortest day of the year. Marketing. <laughs> Marketing. I mean, honestly, that is a great fucking day for it to come out. I mean, that's a hilarious day. What is Veeps? Because I, I only heard about it through you, but there's there's so many of these new platforms that actually do a lot of good stuff for comics. Yeah, Veeps, uh, they started off being just a platform where you can go and watch a bunch of concerts, and you can still do that. Uh, uh, you, you don't have to subscribe to it. It's not like a monthly fee if you don't want it. But you go and you, there's an Alicia Keys concert, and you watch the Alicia Keys concert. And now they're starting to do comedy, so they've got guys like me, uh, David Cross, uh, 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 Blair Saki, Re uh, Reggie Watkins, and like a bunch oh, okay. of us to, to kind of launch the comedy arm of Veeps. And uh, uh, I'm happy to be in company of those. So yeah, December 21st, watch the special. I'll talk about dwarfism, but it's not an hour of that. I'm not an right. hour on stage of just like, I could take a bath in a thimble. <laughs> like, it's not that. <laughs> I go in. I go into other shit. I talk about sure. my wife as, as a fourth Don Black Belt, uh, and and how people say, "Are you afraid of being on stage?" And I say, "No, I sleep next to a fucking martial arts master." Like the the fear is all at home, my friends. <laughs> By the way, I've met and and had Brad's wife on our show, and uh, yep. she's awesome. Your wife is beautiful. She's funny. Like you have a great wife. You're very lucky. And I I think I knew that she was a martial artist from from years ago, but you guys just work. It's just one of those things yeah. that works. Yeah, I, I think relationships work when everyone knows their role. And uh, uh, I know my role and my role is not to go downstairs in the middle of the night if we hear something. Yeah, that 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 is her role. And I totally your role is to wake her that. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something's going on. You should go check that out. <laughs> is she a comedian as well? Is she in the business or she's not? 
No, she is not. Uh, so once again, uh, it kind of balances out. Uh, she's a behavioral therapist. She's a psychologist. So, um, which means she can beat you with her mind and her body. Yeah. So I stand, I stand no chance. I, I like, I can make jokes and that's all I can do, but yeah, any, any, any kind of argument, I just kind of, I just kind of assume the submit position yeah. and, uh, and it all goes from there. Hey, you know, what's crazy, Brad is that, that comedian, if it was like a known comedian that you were at when you when you went on stage that day, you would have obviously brought his name up. So this guy is probably watching you on this Netflix special being like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> he's probably mad. He's probably like, oh, he's, I, I should have a part of this. I, I don't know. Right? Have you yeah, seen him uh, since? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll be getting a DM from him. Oh, okay. Uh, after this uh hopefully it's a dm and not a venmo request uh <laughs> so yeah uh, uh but yeah it it's amazing and then and then once you get into business how fast you start meeting people and getting associated with other people i mean i mean jim you're you can attest to this i'm sorry to keep referencing jim matt but uh he has experience as a comic and i don't really have too much experience being in fights that's okay. This is what this is. This is what I put up with with every fighter because they always reference Matt because it's just a similar. Yeah, I understand. I'm the outsider. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but like you get into the business and all, and all of a sudden you start meeting people, and because everyone consumes comedy, everyone loves comedy, and so now like uh, I've, I've gotten to meet a few of my heroes, and it's just a it's just a crazy life, man. Matt, like I'm I'm sure you're like fighting and training and. Get, getting ready you're not realizing who's watching you and then all of a sudden you get a dm from god knows who yeah. and it, it, it it's just madness i mean hell we we saw the the, the former president of the united states at the, at the last at the last pay-per-view so everyone's consuming ufc oh yeah no nah, man people love it and you and you enjoy the fight brad do you like do you like them dude i i, I watched the last card leon was a technician that was awesome uh he wow like just like just striking and then um my uh, uh my 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 friend who's really into ufc kind of pointed this out to me and matt you probably attest to this leon kept switching uh stances yeah. so fast and then getting set up and then i guess if you're uh strickland and that or, or sorry uh, uh colby yeah Col colby covington yeah, then you have then you have to readjust when it, when a guy switches stances. Is there any right. truth to that? A friend told me that, and I thought, wow, that's amazing if that's true. Yeah, there's there's different ways to shoot on a guy, whether he's um orthodox or unorthodox. You know what I mean? So, uh, yes, that could that could definitely set up the clinch and set up the takedown differently, and it could uh, disrupt his his closing the distance. You know, first now, time, yeah, I got laid I got laid out one time with Eve Edwards, where I mean, I came to and I won the fight, but. He switched <laughs> and I went. I had to edit it, but uh, I went to sure. clinch when he went to Southpaw, and he got me with an uppercut. It's it's a different thing. So yeah, that makes it harder for the guy to get that get that shot in on you. And, yeah, and you mentioned and Strickland. Strickland's a middleweight champion, and he had a fight in the stands. So that's probably why you had Strickland on your brain. He had the fight with Jacob <laughs> Duplessis in the stands. He's a fucking maniac. Man, I would just I, I want to see Strickland fight Covington because then it would just be a trump off. And that and that would just be so much fun for me just to watch like 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 who's gonna dive on it the uh, the 
the most. It, if it, Colby, it, would, it would be unbelievable. If Colby was willing to go up and wait, he would have to have another middleweight fight first. But as a as, as a clash, him against Colby would be a very uh, sorry uh, Strickland would be a very interesting matchup. If Colby, because Strickland's definitely not coming down to one seventy because no. he's. But if no. if Colby was to go up to one eighty five, which sometimes guys do, uh, that would be a very personality wise. <laughs> What, Matt, is, is, is Colby an average size welterweight or is he large or is he just a, a regular size welterweight? He didn't look bigger than Leon looked bigger than him in there. Yeah, he did. He did. He looked slow. He looked old. He's 35 years old. He's never going to get a shot at the title again. No. It's a, it's mm. a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. I, I, I did laugh at the fact uh, that in the post-fight interview, he said, I don't have a scratch on me while he had a huge cut. Oh yeah, uh, right in the middle of his face. It, it's that, psychotic. That's... It's psychotic how <laughs> how he handles losses. Like even guys who are like Connor, who talks a lot of shit, when he loses, he I mean he broke his leg in the last one and he didn't handle it well, but he admits that the other guy beat him. Like he knows he lost the fight. He says, "Hey, yeah. he was the better man than me." Like, I, and I respect that. Colby just can't even man up and admit that he fucking lost when he got his jaw broken by by yeah. Usman. Now you you bring up uh, Connor UFC 300 is coming up. Do you think that's a fight? Do you do you think that's a fighter that they're going to try to bring Connor in for UFC 300? I know Dana likes to make the huge cards for the big round numbers. When is the 300 card? When is it again? It's in April. It's in April, but I don't think he has enough time in the USADA testing pool. He might be back in it. No, USADA's out. Oh, that's right. UFC is fucking not with USADA, but they're still going to have testing they're and. Not um, testing. I don't know if Connor would be. I don't know, uh, Brad. Who would he fight? He can't fight for a belt. Chandler, Chandler, man. Yes, but is that is that the three hundred main event though? No, I I doubt it would be the main event. And I don't see Connor doing a co-main, so that's you know. Yeah, Yeah, and I don't think and and I don't think Jones will be able to get back in time and then to go through a camp by the time by the time three hundred comes out. Definitely so, not. No, he has that torn bicep. And how long is he out for? He's probably out for another six months. And maybe, maybe he fights by summer. Maybe. I don't even think by then. Yeah. Now, do you think he goes for uh, the number one ranked contender when he comes back? Or do you think he gets what he wants and he gets Dipe? I don't know. Oh, I mean, isn't Aspinall, um, I'm sorry, but isn't Aspinall uh, oh, interim right now? Aspinall is the interim champion, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, they I, want, I no, they talked about rescheduling that Stipe fight with him. They really did. So I believe yeah. that's what happened first. I don't fucking know, but I believe that's what they're doing. Because he felt bad about, you know, having him fight for the interim. That's what he said about John Jones or, or whatever else, having him fight someone else. So as I, I'm pretty sure they, they're going to put him for Stipe. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, and then what... I'm sorry. To me, that's the fight everybody wants to see. I, I, I think that's the fight everybody wants to see. Everyone wants to see I, Jones versus Stipe, and uh, I'd be I'd be stoked to watch that fight. Yeah, because they got time for for Tom Aspinall to fight. Yeah, well. yeah. He's I want to see Stipe fight again. Like I would like to see Stipe against Aspinall or Stipe against fucking Sergey Pavlovich again. I know that he wants Jones because that's the big fight. But as a fan, there's other guys I'd love to see him fight too to see how he handles these fucking young giant heavy punchers. Yeah. I guess the worry would be that if he loses to Aspinall, then that means that he can't go. That he doesn't go up against Jones next. And that's one hundred percent it. You're right, yeah. and that's exactly what happened to Frankie Edgar when he was scheduled to fight Holloway, and he wound up giving Brian Ortega the fight when when Holloway got hurt, and then Frankie lost, and I think Ortega got the shot. So yeah, 
All right, Brad, we got to wrap because we have a uh, we have another guest soon. But uh, I want to promote oh, Veeps. V e e p s. Right is the name of the service. Yes, and the special is called Starfish. Comes out December twenty first, shortest day of the year. And uh, if you want to go see me on tour, bradwilliamscomedy.com. My tour in 2024 has over 70 dates, over 70 dates. So, uh, and it's a different hour than what you will watch on the Starfish special. So come on out, see me. We'll talk some UFC during the meet and greet afterward. And I would, and I would love to see your fans out at some of the shows. Yeah. And Brad is a very, very funny standup. Uh, it, it's a, it's a solid, solid hour, really hilarious. So, uh, it's good seeing you, Brad, and I'm sure people will go see you live and good luck with the special December 21st on Veeps. You can see starfish, which is Brad's, I think your third hour, right? Is your second or third hour? My, uh, my, my third hour and my fourth special total. Cause I had a half hour on Netflix. So there's tons of content out there. If, yeah. if you like me consume it and, uh, just, just excited for everyone to watch this new hour. All right, buddy. Good talking to you, Brad. Take care of yourself, all right? Have a great holiday, Thank brother. Thanks, Jim. Nice to meet you, Matt. Nice to meet Talk you, to you man. Have a great Take holiday. Care, Brad. See ya. Wow, man. I like that, Brad. Yeah, I like he's a really nice guy. And his wife is very, very nice. And I, I just forgot that she was a martial artist. And uh, they're just a, they're a great couple. And I'm happy that he has a new special. He's very funny. Uh, and by the way, stay tuned for a special bonus episode of UFC Unfiltered that drops on Christmas. That's this Monday, where Matt and I are going to be talking to the great Steve-O and what's on our wish list as UFC fans in 2024. What do we want to see besides Jim and Matt still employed yes. in 2024? So Christmas oh. Day is our pal Steve-O. And thank you guys very much. See, we have to do our UFC sign-off. It's where we both point and go, see you soon. Try not to fight. Boo! Bye, Is everyone. <laughs> Happy holidays. Oh, merry, merry. Wait, I got to plug something. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Why I-, I forgot to plug before we sign off. I forgot to plug uh, my Nikki and I, my wife, we did our first uh, podcast together, the Whitney oh. Cummings podcast. Uh, you can catch us on if you want to hear... Uh, like an actual interview with us, uh, the Whitney Cummings podcast, number 218. We are up and on that now. Goodbye. That's so cute. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.